Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. You know, my, my voice is like that. It, don't look at me, earthworm, like that. But it's um, the Santa Ana winds are blowing. So oh, yeah. It messes up my sinuses. Now that's going to be my good excuse for the rest of the show. Anyway, uh, good morning, everybody. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. I mean, it's the Bite On guy himself. He's here. Uh-huh. Mia is here. Mr. Tony Williams with Bite On Fishing. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Sergio. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Good to be in studio. Our resident earthworm. From deep within, <laughs> right? Anyway, good morning, Earthworm. Andrew Mack, Max Fish Reports, Western Outdoor News, and IGFA. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. And our dear friend, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. Now, today we have some guests in studio. I want to introduce uh, Karen and Dave, or David. Either way, it's going to go. You, you want David? Sure. Okay. That'd well, be great. All right. All right. So David and Karen Christie, which are Cliff's baby sister yes. and uh, brother-in-law. So Correct. thank you. Now, the reason that you're here is because we want to dedicate this show. And I think from now on, every show that lands right around November 15th. We're going to, don't lose it, Karen, because you're going to make me lose it. Uh, we're going to dedicate, it'll be a memorial um, show for him. Um, if there was ever a guy that was a loyal fan, friend, funny because his last name is friend, mm-hmm. um, was Cliff. And so we want to honor him, his memory, and what I'm going to put out is the following. And mostly in the second hour, guys, we're going to do all the fishing business at the first, try to do everything in the first hour. In the second hour, please give us a call. If you've got an antidote, if you've got a, a something positive that uh, it had to be positive. If you knew Cliff, it was all positive. Give us a call. The phone number here is 714-2830-830 and um, call us in. You want to say something, Karen? Oh, okay. So um, that's what we're going to do. This show is for Cliff. You can also, if you can't get through, you can leave comments on the Friends of Angular Chronicles Facebook page. Uh, we're all monitoring that. And, Karen, you can see the outpouring of love that the fishing community had for your brother. It is overwhelming. Yeah. Absolutely overwhelming. And we're also going to give you, um, later on, some dates and times for the funeral arrangements. Can we do that? Yes, we can. Okay. Excellent. All right. So let's get going. And uh, Andrew, Tony, let's start with the Fresh Free Report. That's all you. Sounds good. So as we all know, it is one of the favorite times of the year, trout season. 
Yesterday, Santa Ana River Lakes just had their trout opener. They had not only one, but two stocks of fish. They put the first stock in Thursday of last week. Second stock went in, yes, uh, Thursday of this week. Nobody was able to touch them the whole last week. Come Friday morning, it was on. There was many, many, many limits of trout. And when I say many limits, I mean, I saw Martin and... You mean uh, more, more than one? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> one limit, one limit. Martin and Valerie, uh, they posted they had their limit by 7.30 in the morning. So that's what, an hour, maybe an hour and a half of fishing. They had their 10 fish. Uh, there was many good-sized fish caught. I know uh, uh, Billy was out there jigging. Uh, Billy got a nice uh, uh, just shy of 9 pounds. And then uh, the big fish of the day I saw was just over 11 pounds. So they put some good fish in, but what they said was this is just a mediocre stock, meaning that coming next week, when they stock, it's going to be the super trout. There's going to be multiple double digits in that 15 to maybe 20 pounds, maybe somewhere around there. So watch the video on fishinglakes.com. It's going to be a good one. Trout fishing is here. From there, all the Orange County lakes like Carbon Canyon, Laguna Niguel, Irvine, Clark Regional, Tri-City, Mile Square Park. They're going to start their trout season. Some of the lakes are starting November 28th. To, uh, they're going to be stocking from Wright's Fish Farm in Idaho. Uh, they come down, put the fish in the lake, and it's time to start. I have all the dates on the Mac Fish Report. Um, if you guys are looking for trout right now in Orange County, Mile Square Park just had their state stock uh, put in this week. Um, and then there's a couple more uh, around there, but you know those. But what's good about the state is that those fish have been coming in bigger than the last couple years, with an average of two pounds. Um, last couple years they were like 10 inches, 12 inches. Now they're in that two pound range. And what they're doing now is there's also some better sized fish with the state stock. I've talked to a few guys that have fished Silverwood, uh, Pyramid, Castaic, and they all say, hey, we've seen three pounders swimming around at the school, and there's a couple four pounders mixed in. For a state stock, that's huge. That's that's really good to see that kind of stuff going on. Now, from there, we're going to go to San Bernardino County Lakes. You have Glen Helen, Yucaipa, Mojave Narrows, uh, Parado, and uh, Cucamonga Guasti. They're going to start stocking next week on Wednesday on the 23rd. Uh, one of the lakes that's still closed is Parado, but instead of them not getting the fish, what they're doing with Parado is they're taking those fish and they're going to double stock Mojave Narrows. So 630 pounds times two going in Mojave Narrows. All the other lakes are going to get their normal stock of 630 pounds. And uh, it's, it's going to be a good, 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 you know, next week of trout fishing. Now, if you want to go a little bit higher up in the mountains, you're try, you, know, you head to Big Bear Lake. Big Bear, still snow on the ground, but the fish are biting. The fish are biting from shore. Uh, guys using longer leaders, uh, typically a two a two foot leader, soaking either power bait and the garlic in the uh, rainbow, uh, or they're throwing in inflated night crawlers. Uh, inflated, if you guys don't know, you're injecting it with air, throwing it out there so your night crawler will float underwater. Um, typically, you want to dip it in bite on. Uh, I use red crimson, of course. Um, dip it in the bite on to get that night garlic scent, you know, around the lake and. I mean, just be ready. There's been some good trout. I saw a guy earlier this week went out there. His first cast was soaking a night crawler. First cast within 10 minutes hooked up a nice three and a half pounder. And they haven't stocked big bear since October. So 
There's a lot of holdover fish. You're going to notice these fish are beautiful with all their big fins. You know, everything's growing in there. Big Bear is doing very, very well. Now, from there, we're going to go to Riverside County. Uh, Riverside County, uh, like Lake Paris, uh, the bass have been biting. They're deeper. They're definitely deeper. They're following the uh, the winter uh, the the winter habits. So if you're on a boat, you're you're going to look you know deeper areas in like that 10 to 20 to 20 foot range. Uh, right around there, you see structure. Um, you'll find the bass. And they've also been getting some really good red ear and bluegill uh, from shore around docks or any kind of structure on that. Typically, if you're using a night crawler, uh, you'll you'll find them that way or little mini jigs. Um, so Paris has been doing very well. Uh, from there, you have a Rancho Harupa Park Lake. Uh, they just had a state stock uh, this week. Um, again, fish up to two pounds. Um, so guys were over there, you know, catching fish there. Uh, Diamond Valley had their trout opener uh, last week. They came in with 3,000 pounds of rainbows and 500 pounds of lightning trout. From what I understand was that the bite was a little tough, um, but guys were getting them. There was uh, lots of limits caught, um, but a lot of fish, you could see them. They're just, they're cruising around the shoreline. The stripers are keeping them nice, you know, nice close to shore. So if you know, you're looking for, you know, a bigger striper, definitely head out there with a nice, you know, a swim bait, something that resembles a trout, and uh, you might get lucky and catch one. <clears throat> so from there, we're going to go to the Los Angeles County Lakes. We'll start at Palmdale Fin and Feather. Now, Palmdale Fin and Feather had their last day of fishing this year, which was November 15th. That was extended almost a month and a half. So, come January 14th, 15th weekend, it's going to be the trout opener uh, this year in 2023. So, make sure if you're already an existing member, you pay your dues, you know, you, you reactivate your, uh, uh, your membership there. And they have room for new members. So, if you want to be a new member, which I highly recommend because this place is just phenomenal to fish call the office get the pricing and then start doing the math on what it really costs because the price they offer as a new member and you can fish six days a week with you and your family i mean it's it's worth it they stock thousands of thousands of thousands of pounds over a hundred thousand pounds of trout in three and a half months and then they stock catfish over fifteen thousand pounds of catfish uh, in the summertime and if you love bass fishing, there's bass everywhere in that lake. There's huge crappie, there's bluegill, and of course, my favorite, they have carp that eat arrows over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well listen, you guys, very good report, very, very thorough. But uh, now I'm gonna go to Steve Carson, you, Andrew, and Tony, okay? It's obviously, it's time for trout, re uh, trout season, right? Oh, yeah. So uh, recommendations on how to fish this. So I'm going to start with Steve. Steve, give uh, give one solid tip for getting into trout fishing. Okay, well, I'm going to give two. Sorry. <laughs> Number one is my, my one-sentence trout fishing seminar. If you don't do anything else except for this, you will immediately double your number of trout bites. Ready? Use two-pound test line. I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. It's not a recommendation. Just do it. Now, Andrew hit on something that, that really sparked a little thing in my mind that I wanted to touch on. Has, hasn't happened yet, but it's going to. Whenever it is, when the rains come and they're going to come, and uh, the trout lakes are going to be all muddy from runoff and whatnot, uh, Andrew mentioned something that right now is correct, which is use a little bit longer leader. 
Uh, when the water, the more clear the water is, the longer the leader needs to be. In those, uh, you know, they're usually more in January and February months when that when the heavy rains come and the water's all roiled. Go the opposite. The trout can't see what they're doing, so they literally move down in the water column and swim along just with their little with their little pectoral fins touching the bottom, so they know where they are. And literally, like a six-inch leader, so that they're bumping into your your nightcrawler or your power bait or whatever it may be, uh, can be incredibly, incredibly productive. All right, hold on to that thought. We got to take a short break, folks. You're on Raiders Radio AM eight thirty KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, but today it's all Cliff. We'll be right back. Every word you say is gonna come true You will lead me to the promised land Everything you say is gonna happen Even though I haven't seen it yet I will build a boat in the sand Where they say it never rains I will stand up in faith I'll do anything it takes With you in my sails Your love never fails to fades I'll build a boat in the desert place And when the flood and the water starts to rise AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Angels Radio. AM 830. I had already stopped by the bait shop, filled up the cooler in a tank in a tackle box, weatherman calling for cloudy. 82 sundown it's a full moon you like that andrew that's a fishing song i love these songs because i actually know who they are oh there you go i don't have to say elvis or you know you see that steve he doesn't have to guess he always gets the beatles or elvis he thinks we're one-dimensional but anyway you'll get a chance later on to uh we'll quiz you on your music uh (laughs) repertoire all right as we were going to break uh steve shared Here's two tips. Um, Tony, why don't you jump in here and, you know, you're going trout fishing. 
Okay, we got the two-pound test. We got the little bit of a setup that Steve would do. What would you do? All right. Well, to combine with the two-pound test, of course, definitely a, uh, a game-changer. I would have to use a single owner hook, either size 8 or size 10. And uh, I would use the bubble bobber method because there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of structure out here in some of the lakes, and the bubble bobber helps to give it you know, a little bit of buoyancy. Um, there's less resistance when the trout's uh, taking those little nibbles and bites, so it doesn't scare them away. And uh, we've been able to hook up on some really big fish, especially depending on where you're fishing. But I think that's going to be my number one, number one two punches: the bubble bubble bobber and the uh, owner hook single line, with a nice uh, nice leader. To start with, usually like a longer leader, four to four to six feet, depending on how how deep we're fishing in, and then uh, go down to as low as a six-inch leader, depending on the day. And as as the day gets going on, it gets a little bit warmer, so the fish start to gravitate down to the to the lower um, gravitate lower levels. down. Wow, you like that. And then that they follow. Like dude, it's five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Gravitate down. That was majestic. Majestic. Well, in other words. <laughs> Very good. Go There's ahead. a plethora of them. Plethora. Oh. <laughs> you, see, you see how this goes? You see how this goes, Karen? All right. Okay. Um, I'm been asked here to have you clarify what a bubble bobber is. I'm going to have to post a picture of it because if you, do, if you haven't ever seen it, it's, a, it's a, a weight system that you can use in the wind. You fill it up with water, right? So it's empty, and then you fill it up with water. But what's nice is there's no resistance on the line. It's not like a, uh, it's not like an, uh, a little weight that's holding it down. It'll actually get it out further. So when, so when you casting. get a bite, they don't feel the resistance. That's right. Because sounds uh, like a violation. It's that a sounds violation. like a violation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that question, <laughs> the clarification was requested by Mr. Steve Carson himself. I'm going to post a couple pictures well, of I, the uh, bubble bobber. Go ahead, the other Steve. thing I was going to add to that is that based on the local conditions and how heavy your line is, how heavy your swivel is, how heavy your hook is, wind and everything else, when you're filling the little bubble bobber up with water, you can leave either no little bubble inside or right. just a tiny little bubble of whatever the appropriate size is so that you can get just a slightly negative sink. So it sinks very slowly. And what happens there is, besides, mm-hmm. as, as you mentioned, it keeps you off of, you know, all the debris and whatnot that could be on the bottom and hang you up. But sometimes that very slow descent, rather than just a sinker, boom, it's on the bottom. Or... Um, it's just slowly descending in the water column. A lot of times the trout really do like that. Or, from a salty angle, me, okay, we could take our two-pound test and go catch some mackerel. Ooh. That, or, now that. Some, I, I want to see you battling a big mackerel on two-pound test. Now oh, that I want to see. Challenge accepted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Rod. So let's let let me do this. We will get the center console, the AC sled. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Steve Carson, you're more than welcome to come up. I'll get you, Andrew, and you, Tony, and myself, two-pound only. Oh yeah. Okay. And it's not hard to find mackerel. Mm-hmm. We'll just go right there at the wall. Okay. And try to land these mackerel in two-pound test. Can we That's use a little heavier leader? Nope. Oh, two-pound right. test, just two like you would is. trout. I'm because you hear hook. all this trout. See, here's the thing, Karen. <laughs> all this trout stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I guess there's something to it. But I'm a salty. Okay, Cliff was too. Cliff was a salty. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's like we hear all this stuff, you know, and yeah. I'll tell you what. Put your money where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. Two-pound test. 
one on one, well, one on three he will be. One on three, yeah. And yeah. we just go for it, okay? See, see, going for trout, Sergio likes to show up with 80-pound tests and somehow pulling something. No, 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 that's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be trout, two-pound tests. Two-pound tests. And, you know, the one thing I haven't heard, and this is the Steve Carson thing, mm-hmm. and you actually, I, I, I Andrew. Him, I didn't get my chance. I know it's okay, coming. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna, then let me go to you, Andrew. Okay. What, do you, what do you have to have? <laughs> you have to have... A net so big, the guy next to you can't miss that trout when he's trying to land it. And another thing to and talk about. And when you say that guy, you mean Sergio. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not going to say names, but hey, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good uh, good idea there. Uh, one thing that you, know, you did bring up, Steve, um, was that when it starts to rain, shorten your leaders. Um, the only thing to remember with that is know your lakes, because if you shorten your leader too much and you reel in your bait, you know, you might have vegetation on there, which means extend it just a little bit higher because you want it right above that weed column. Sometimes in the wintertime, you don't really have to worry about that too much, but there's still lakes with, you know, I call it salad. You'll get your salad on your hook and then uh, raise it just a little bit, and you're right there. It's just like when you're scuba diving. The lower you get, the more clear it gets. So that's definitely a, a good, good thing you brought up there um, as far as, you know, bait fishing when it starts raining. Um, if you guys are jig fishing, same thing. Try to keep it, you know, on, on on bad weather days, try to keep it low right above that, that weed line there. So slow in your retrieve, you know, make it bounce, you know, right above there and you'll find them. Um, one thing I will say, because you did cover the two-pound test and you covered the big net. Another thing to focus on is, especially down here in Southern California, know what day you're fishing. Meaning that if they stock on a Thursday, you show up on a Friday, like what a, a buddy of mine, Julian, said, don't cast in the future, which means don't throw it all the way in the middle of the lake if you're fishing on a Friday. Those fish are raised in three to four feet of water their entire life until they're stocked. Keep that in mind when you're, when you're casting out. Only throw 15 feet out, maybe 20 feet out, depending on what range. You know, okay, what well, let me ask you a question now. Most, most lakes will go three to four feet mm-hmm. beyond that. Mm-hmm. How long does it take for these uh, trout to actually... You know, make that move into deeper water. Um, typically, you'll find them within at least three to four days out there. But then you then you come into effect of how many times have they stocked? Ooh. If they've have already been stocking for a month, now you know you have three weeks or four weeks of trout stocks that there's fish all over the place. But if you're trying to focus on those ones just thrown in, keep it shallow. Very good. All right, let me go ahead and take a caller here. We got a caller from Ontario. I want to go to uh, Phil uh, from Ontario. Leilani, do we still have him? Okay, he's coming out. Phil, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Pretty good, pretty good. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Hey, man, I listen to your show every Saturday morning on the way to work, and and you guys give a lot of great information. And I just wanted to chime in on that two-pound test thing. And, uh, uh, yeah, I became a firm believer in that, man. I go... uh, I do a lot of carp fishing, and I do it with two-pound tests, and I brought in some serious horses, man, like 10-plus-pound 10, 10 carp on two-pound test line, that's awesome. and it works. That's why, it works. That's why my challenge on, the, on, on the, uh, taking these two boys out on two-pound test and catching mm-hmm. some mackerel, I think that would be crazy because mackerel are very strong in comparison to a trout. So I'd like to see. Oh, yeah, we used to do, we used to do the um, back way back in the day at, King's Harbor, we'd go uh, do the Bonita fishing over there with four-pound test line, and we used to catch seven, eight, nine-pound Bonita there on four-pound test line. So it does make a difference. 
Oh, I wonder if we should go down to one pound test. Ooh. How, can we just use arrows? Is that legal for that? Arrows? Nope. No but arrows. But you brought up carp fishing. You know that's Yeah, carp fishing. Yeah, you're just... Uh, you're just uh, Arrowheads uh, dipped in bite on. Anyway, Ooh, there we go. Arrowheads dipped in bite on like that. <laughs> well, Phil, I agree. I think two-pound test is a secret. I've actually, you know, I, mean, I joke that I'm not... I don't fish lakes. I do. Okay, I fished uh, quite a bit of trout with, uh, with Tony. We went to Big Bear as well. That was a lot of fun. Um, you're right. The, the size does matter. Uh, some people say just use regular line. I'm a firm believer of fluorocarbon. I would put fluorocarbon every single time, if if anything, for its abrasive uh, properties. Yeah. See, the only difference, Sergio, is when we go out, we go for trout. And then what you do is you look for the things that eat the trout. Like grass, you said, I don't want to mess with no trout. I mean, if it, if it were legal in California, I would take a trout, catch one, then I would pin it on in a bigger hook, and then send it back out. But that you can't do that, folks. Do not do that. Okay, that's not legal. I'm pretty sure I can get a reward just for turning you in, just for saying that. Well, I said allegedly, Your Honor. There you go. Okay, and I have no recollection of having said that, not even with a recording. But, no, but but here's the thing. You know, I have had the chance of fishing. Some very large rainbow trout, natural rainbow mm. trout, or at least these were not stocked. I know that for a fact because this particular lake is too high up in the Andes. Mm-hmm. And Andy or Andrew? Andes. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, 27 pounder. On, on what pound test? Uh, I know it wasn't two pound. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and you, you guys going to be crazy? Uh, Steve, you ready for this? 80 pound spider wire. Ooh. Yeah, I, I I think I recall that was right when spider wire first hit the market. Exactly. People didn't even know what it was. They're like, "What is this stuff?" Yeah, all I remember when spider came out, spider wire came out, I said, "That's the same thing that they make a bulletproof vest from." And I go, "Then I'll take it." <laughs> there you and go. I went down to Argentina and put and straight, wow, straight to the big maps, and, and that's what I was doing. Well, it was great. Anyway, listen, we're gonna take a short break and come back, and uh, we'll continue. Maybe switch over a little bit of salt water because it's getting way too sweet <laughs> okay this is uh raiders radio ama 30 kla we'll be right back all my days i've been held in your hands from the moment that i wake up until i lay my head oh i will sing of the goodness of god Angels Radio. AMA 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. 
Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AME 30. Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And let me go real quick here. It looks like we've got Captain Rick Scott, and Ooh. I'm sure he's calling in from Montana. On his vacation. Yeah, he says it, Yeah, he, he's in his Speedos out there. He said it's I nice and warm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You doing the polar bear thing? Speedos. Yeah, spe- you're, doing the, you're doing the polar bear <laughs> thing. They were the I know. fuzzy ones. Anyway, good yeah, morning, Rick. Too much clothing. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. How's everyone? I heard you say you're going to switch over to salt water, so yep. I figured it was time to check in. Good morning. I, good morning. Give me some love here. Give me some love. Well, I'll give. start it off with saying we're going to miss our dear friend, Mr. Cliff. Sad news I got here. Well, uh, let, let, let me just let me make sure that Karen, because Karen, his baby sister's in studio. And Karen, this is Captain Rick Scott, the owner, operator of the Ocean Odyssey, which was one of your brother's staple. Uh, I mean, he didn't miss one of our trips on the Ocean Odyssey. I so. know. I'm very aware. Yeah. He, he very much enjoyed being on the, the Ocean Odyssey. There you go. And Rick. I know Rick by through Clef. There you go, Rick. Yep, well, thank you. Yeah, I saw that post. I was just uh, at the airport and uh, I just, you know, broke down in tears. I couldn't believe what I was reading. So, sad day. Bob, we're, we're, I think we're much better having known him, mm-hmm. you know, because he yeah. brought so oh, much sure. joy to all of us. All right, you know, Rick. That's the first thing I thought of is I, every time I saw him at the rail or every time I saw him anywhere on the boat, I never saw him without a smile on his face. I think that's going to be everybody's memory. Every time you think of Clef, you'll, it, it's just a happy memory. He's always smiling and positive and just a great guy. One of a kind, for sure. Yep. Yep. And no filter. Yep. No filter. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also made everybody individually feel special, it's whispering little somethings in your ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he never did that to me. <laughs> oh, I bet he did, Sergio. <laughs> anyway. All right, Rick, so uh, where are you? What you doing? I'm in Montana. I was fortunate enough to get my deer the other day, so we're going to start our goose season out. And uh, I've been paying attention to the fishing down there. It looks like there's still some bluefin around. It looks like it's gotten a little tougher, but 
the guys are still going out and uh, chasing them. So and Dina's working on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, she might she might get it out a little early this year. The landing's really bugging her to get it out here in the middle of December. So she's been working on it profusely, and uh, charters are calling in. So if you want to uh, get a charter for next year, it's time to give her a buzz and get your date picked out before she gets the schedule out. And, and if you guys want to see why... We love the ocean, honestly. White Cliff wouldn't miss a trip unless he absolutely couldn't. Uh, and that we're going to put out two episodes. I think it's three episodes for you. Um, one of them is Tuna Wars. I just yesterday did the voiceover for. So Tuna Wars, although it was tough fishing, um, you're going to see the galley. Okay? Mm-hmm. There's a couple of shots there. I go, I... I John's showing me these, these things. I go, John, you're making me hungry. Okay? <laughs> and one of the lines that I added on there was, fish don't always bite, but in Dave's galley, the anglers do. Uh-huh. You like good. that? That's right. <laughs> yeah. that's and that's so key. Uh, um, you know, we, we're always hunting for bluefin. Bluefin have to be the most picky little <laughs> fish in the world. And um, sometimes they bite, sometimes they don't. But the one thing, the good operations, such as the Ocean Odyssey, you go out, nobody can guarantee fish, but you can guarantee service. That's the one thing that sets the Ocean Odyssey apart from a lot of boats all over the coast. You you know what I liked about the last time I was on the trip was you really notice how well the crew works together. When somebody's on a fish, they're talking with each other. Somebody's always on the tank throwing bait. They're always going back and forth helping whoever. And, I mean, it's it's really hard to come by these days to see what a good flow it is, you know, on top of, you know, Rick going out to the rail with the two-foot ice rod and, you know, catching one himself. <laughs> but. <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. Um, it's not rare. Actually, it's quite common to see Rick at, at the side of an mm-hmm. angler gaffing fish, helping uh, people, you know, select the bait, hooking up, uh, casting out. Um, I mean, our trips, you know, we've never really said it, but there's always an underlying competition between Rick and I in that port corner. Grab rods, cast them out, see who could get bit first, (laughs) hook in hand. In fact, one trip I had, I brought seven rods with me. And Rick goes, what are you doing here? We go, back to my little station, you were in my tackle box. When I go, well, all my rods are out. Mm-hmm. Okay, we had hooked and handed all seven rods. They were all out there. So it was kind of cool. So that, that's, kind of, that's the kind of the, the thing that goes on on the ocean, honestly. So that's why we love your boat. I think that's why uh, Cliff loved your boat. And uh, another one that loved your bo- loves your boat is John Santangelo. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, attention. Rhonda. Well, Rhonda, yeah. Rhonda, mm-hmm. she is, is hooked. She always says, clean, okay? The yeah. bathrooms are amazing. Yeah. And for a lady, that's a big deal, Karen. I mean, yeah. I'm going to have to go on that, that boat someday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Rhonda's like, yeah. where do I put my makeup on? And I go, makeup. <laughs> makeup. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it, 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 it's really good. So, um, it was a good season this year, Rick. It was, yeah, and I do have to apologize, you know, I get, I got a couple people that are really bugging me to get out there and take pictures, but I, it's just hard for me to do when we have fish on, and I'm trying to help somebody catch I'm a one fish, of them. or I'm, I'm one of them. catch fish, yeah. so I, I, I'm more about trying to help the customers and and uh, help them catch fish uh, than I am about uh, trying to get pictures, but I'm going to work on that. 
Yeah, good, good, good. And, and that's another thing, Rick, is like how many times have we been on this show and all of a sudden you hear, oh, we're bit, oh, we're bit again, we're bit again. It's always like you're on the first bite of the morning and I mean, yeah, he's not calling fish. from the wheelhouse this yeah. morning. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, what are the yep. plans for the Ocean Odyssey the, uh, from from here on out? Um, well, we get back in January. We start our school program. I don't know if a lot of you know it, but we have a contract with the school district where we do marine floating labs that teach biology classes to the kids in school till May, and then we'll start fishing in in June. Okay. So. And what are the plans? Uh, for the for the rig itself i mean a lot of work uh, in the off season or not um we're going to do some work but i don't know if it'll be noticeable other than painting we're going to do some painting um we're going to do some uh um of course uh, every year we do a little bit of bottom work and uh just try to keep the boat safe and uh and uh, looking good for everybody yeah because you did a lot of work last year so you don't have to do everything yeah. every year okay well look, we're glad i just want to mention we've had a memorable Dorado bite this year. I, I, the Dorado was insane. Okay, it's insane. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like you had to leave them because you were at limits so fast. They're like carp. They eat arrows. They eat arrows. <laughs> did you do <laughs> well, it? <on> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's been a lot of fun. Rick, where can people get the, uh, when the schedule comes out, usually right at the beginning of the year, um, where can they get the schedule? Um, you can log on, keep an eye, eye open at the oceanodysseyfishing.com. And like I said, hopefully she'll get it up early here. Or if you have questions or would like to uh, book a charter, you can give her a call at 619-889-4535. Yeah, and we're just sitting there waiting to answer. And we're looking to doing at least three more with you. I think last year we did four. Uh, however many trips we can do with you, we'd love to do. You know, we will have a two-and-a-half day. Everybody knows by now. It's not a secret anymore that the two-and-a-half day is the one that we film. But John loves the boat so much that he goes, I want to go on a day-and-a-half and get some more footage. So one of the other day-and-a-halves will probably be filmed as well and we'll put together one really really nice show but you know what happened uh, uh, last year Andrew mm. so that was the idea he came out in July John okay mm -hmm. to film I said you get some b-roll okay yeah. and then we'll add that to the two and a half there were so many fish he says to me we have we have an episode so <laughs> we went ahead and made an episode out of the day and a half and then we did another one for the two and a half day so oh, wow. something similar is going on this year plus the addition of tuna wars which is where i i just did the voiceover yesterday uh -huh. that's where the liberty had uh, paul ebert dave marciano had uh, the ocean odyssey now that's going to switch this year mm -hmm. okay you'll you'll have paul ebert on your boat um, uh, uh, Rick and the Liberty is going to have uh, Dave Marciano, Dave. and that's how they do it. And, and you just just top three fish, total weight wins. You ready for this? A jacket. Whoa. It's bragging rights. That's all it is. All like the, the money. Yeah, the yeah, all like the money, all the proceeds go to the kids of the um, uh, what do you call it? Captain Rollo's Kids at Sea program. That's so that's awesome. really cool. All right, Rick. Well, listen, you are uh, looking forward to getting some. You can take some photos of your of your catch mm -hmm. while you're in Montana. Yes, I will. Okay, get some we'll nice be pictures. Shortly. Remember PETA. Don't go too bloody. Okay. No. We don't want any, but I mean, you've got some great, uh, you're with your brother up there, right? Yep. 
Yeah. Yep, he was in Alabama the last few days. I've been by myself. But actually, Dina's here with me. Our anniversary was the day before yesterday, so she came up. She's That's right. Hey. He was just in Hawaii, yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah happy anniversary. Well, were you, you were in Hawaii, too? Yep, we went to Hawaii as soon as we shut the boat down for a week. That's her vacation, so I spent some time with her there. She came and spent some time with me here. She's going to go home, and I won't see her for a couple weeks, so... How romantic, oh, though. You know, I didn't. I didn't. Not I, seen her for I a couple weeks. Or what's the romantic part? The romantic part is that separation. <laughs> See, the separation is right. good. It makes the heart <laughs> grow fonder. As they say. He gets to uh, shovel right? snow by himself. He gets Ooh. to shuffle. But he, in, no, he won't shovel it. In his speedos, because he's a polar bear. There it is. <laughs> All right, Rick, you go have some fun, my friend. And um, right. it's been. Um, I know Cliff just adored your boat. And you always made him feel part of the family, and we thank you for that. All right. Well, Cliff, we love you, and we miss you, and, and keep an eye on us. Keep us safe. You got it, Rick. Have a good one, brother. All right. All right. You too. All right. It's Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey at H&M Landing. Family. Just family. Yep. That's, that, that's it. All right. Um, let's see. Where am I? Well, you know, the one thing I do want yeah, but before that, I, there, there's because if not, these lists get really long. Mm-hmm. I know I won't get to everybody, but just here's a few. Uh, shout out to Oliver, Fishing Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Danny, he's listening from Florida. Uh, we got Dan, he's also listening from Florida. We got Kurt, Don, Paul, Daniel, listening from Texas. We got Mike and Jamie and Jorge and Jonathan listening up from Washington. We got Julian. You mentioned Julian earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and the list goes on and on and on. I'm going to thank you in advance for everybody that's posting stuff on Friends of Angler Chronicles. Um, Karen, you're, you're, you're looking at them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it all. Okay. And uh, we just want to say thank you to everybody. Um, he was special and he will remain special. And I'm going to repeat this again. And you, it's up to you, too, to remind me, Steve, mm-hmm. you as well. The Saturday closest to November 15th from now on will be the Cliff Memorial. There it is. And I'm thinking about talking to um, Long Beach Sport Fishing, Uh and maybe we could do a three-quarter day on the victory. He loved the victory. That would be cool. We'll do a three-quarter day trip right around November 15th, okay? And it'll be a Cliff Friend Memorial. You can come out on that one, Karen. Stop crying. (laughs) If you cry, I cry, so we can't do that. All right, so we'll do that, and you guys can come out. We'll do it a family thing, good three-quarter day. I hope we could. It'd be so much fun if we could turn into somehow of a halibut. You oh, know, uh, that would he, be cool. He loved his halibut fishing oh, with Paul yeah. down in Dana Wharf. Could drag the flats and all those areas. I yeah. yeah, I'm going to have to sit down with Captain Phil and Captain George over there at uh, the Victory in Long Beach Port Fishing. and um, be cool. And put together something cool and maybe we'll do a raffle. Yeah. And uh, we'll use the proceeds of one of his favorite charities, which was Fishers of Men, which is, uh, you know, Taco Tuesday. We're going to raise some money, give it to, in his name, we'll give it to uh, Fishers of Men. How's that? That works. Okay, talking about Taco Tuesday, we got one coming up on the 29th. So not this Tuesday, the following Tuesday after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we have Taco Tuesday. We're back on the ball. I love that. Okay, we just had that victory trip. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Okay, so, all right. So, having said that, mm-hmm. okay, can we switch over to some salty? You well, still got a little bit more fresh water. No, we're good on the salt. I mean, Rick brought up a good uh, a good thing is that the bluefin they're starting to get active again, and it's not just in San Diego. The other day, I saw somebody caught a 203 pound bluefin up in Bodega Bay, Northern Actually, California they caught again. Two of them. 
They got two of them. Go ahead, yeah. Steve. They got two of them. <laughs> See? Yep. Yeah, that's it's, so it's, just... it's pretty pretty insane. Yeah, they've been catching the bluefin all year up there. Once, uh, really, really, the problem up there is a nobody had to tackle. I mean, literally, you know, they're trying to catch you know two hundred pound tuna with striped bass gear, which was not working out well. Finally, people spent a little bit of money and they got their Penn internationals, et cetera, et cetera. But the real breakthrough was also they don't have uh, much in the way of big bait. If you really know where to look. Down in Monterey, there's a few mackerel, but really it's it's 99.9% anchovies. And it's hard for them to fish at night with jigs the way we do down here. So when that um, fast trolling with plugs technique kind of was perfected, middle of last summer down here, it spread up there, and all of a sudden, miracle of miracles, a technique that works, tackle that'll land the fish, they have caught a lot of bluefin tuna north of san francisco this year all the way up to the oregon border no no and, and that's what's been really unique seeing so much bluefin caught north of us mm-hmm. not south of us all right we're going to take a short break here this is raiders radio am 830 KLA. when we come back we'll talk to none other than the vip ice, ice baby ice ice baby steve from long beach sport fishing when we come back we'll be right back down at the school bus and his little man and said, Don't worry, boy, it'll be alright. Cause I took this walk, you're walking now, boy. I've been in your shoes. Well, you can't hold back the hands of time, it's just something you've got to do. So dry your eyes, I understand. Angels Radio, AME30. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Bally Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA.
Welcome back, everybody, on Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLA, and we're laughing here because as soon as the, the song came on, Steve Carson, would you believe that Andrew, our resident earthworm, actually got it right? Who is this? Chris Isaac. Finally got one. It only took 387 days. There you go. So let me, um, uh, Karen, I've got a text here from Captain Mike Blue. Okay, Captain Mike Blue was the captain on the victory. And his message was, one of my best Thursday guys. God has a great fishing friend now. Oh, thank yeah? you. So um, hopefully uh, I'll put this out to Mike. Mike, maybe when we do this uh, memorial trip on the victory, maybe you can come out. So hopefully you can. And he's up there. Up there. We're actually east there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Arizona. Okay. So thank you, Mike Blue. All right, so I'm just loving the outpouring, and I'm going to say this. In the second hour, and I'm going to go to Steve right now right now as well, but in the second hour, what we want to turn the second hour to is if you knew Cliff and you have a story about Cliff, anything from from car chases to sharing oh, yeah, the rail to, to <laughs> all the stuff that – all the little quirky things he did, I loved it. Uh, even Red Noses, mm-hmm. okay? Um, just call in. We'd love to hear – Karen is here, his baby sister and his brother-in-law. They're both here to listen, and we'll put out also when the services will be done. All right. In the meantime, let me go to Steve. You know what? I should. I'll start it off, but, you know. It's almost... We have to do this. So go ahead and, and, and do your little thing. I kind of like yours better. Okay. Um, what we do here, Karen, is some people just have their own. Um, they have their own theme song. What you guys need? Okay, and one of the theme songs is is for Steve Phelps. And he's, 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 he's yo, VIP, yo, VIP, <laughs> he's a resident, I, ice, ice, baby, yo, ice, ice, baby, all right, Mr. I gotta do this real quick. Uh, yeah, you tell those office people, leave you alone, you're, you're on the radio. <laughs> all right, Steve, good morning, sir, okay, um, uh, can I, can I start you off, because we had an unbelievable El Dorado trip last week. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll start we'll start this uh, report off with Sergio's El Dorado report from this week. And uh, as you're as you're telling your report, Sergio, I'm going to help these guys real quick. Okay? You got it, brother. All right. So the El Dorado, we went out Sunday night, and actually you were coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we went from out your Friday trip. Night. Uh, did you have a bluefin tuna? Uh, we did not have bluefin okay, tuna. Okay. So but... see, the Anger Chronicles <laughs> crew went out there on Sunday, and we picked up a beautiful specimen oh. of bluefin tuna. Okay, without having to go all the way to the Tanner or the um, Tanner uh, or Cortez. Cortez. Okay, we didn't have to go there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we wouldn't have been able to get there because we, on that Sunday, that's when the weather started. We had yep. some gnarly weather coming up. But we got there in the morning. We were just around the 381, and we had three or four bites. We only landed one. Unfortunately, I was asleep. Because I don't get up until 8 a.m. Okay, so this happened early morning, and we hung out for a while. And then as the weather started to come up even more, 
and the wind blew, we decided to go towards the island, mm -hmm. okay? And we got right there in the backside, right in the middle of the island, and it started. You know, we got calico bass, bonita, and rockfish, and barracuda. I mean, mm -hmm. we had uh, sheephead. We had whitefish. It, it, it was game on. The big reds. Big Reds as well, so you know, I had a really good time. GT from Fishing Syndicate, he joined us. It was a lot of fun, light load. Um, epic, I think epic. You know, mm -hmm. it was it a, 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 gang, a gangbuster type trip on the tuna? No, but they're there and you got hard one. to catch, and they're hard to land to with the weather the way it was. Mm -hmm. Okay, it makes the conditions are really rough and uh, almost to the point, I would say, dangerous. And it got pretty bad after we left, mm -hmm. so we left right at the right time. And you can always tuck into Clemente. Thank God it was open, and we can get our uh, we can get our groove on. I mean, I was on the, the entire time I was at the rail. I was on. Guess yeah. what I fished? The bass rod. Hey, man. Did that. <laughs> except, except we went deep. We went deep okay. now. Uh, and, and let me show you. Let me tell you. You need at least 16 ounces of weight. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of current over there. Current wind. There, yeah. there was a lot of issues. So, yeah. but you know what? You got down there instant. The oh, minute instant. you got down there, you were hooked up. So yeah, that, that's cool. how that's how our trip was. It was like right when the sun started coming up, it was it was put a bait on, and all of a sudden the barracuda were there. We got a couple barracuda on the boat. Then we started heading out for rockfish. Went a little deeper, about 380 feet. And it was red, 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 red. Couple other different ones. Red, red. Then a sheephead. Then red, red. And it was crazy. It was like it was wide open, but um, they were good sized fish. Mm -hmm. They weren't little tiny ones. I mean, these were probably in the three to four pound range for the average. I would say. I know there was one about probably five and a half, and then uh, little Kyle, uh, my buddy Jason's kid, ten years old, out there fishing, fishing out there, and he hooked like a seven pound uh, uh, Picasso. There you go. And he's like, this is a heavy one, going crazy, <laughs> reeling it up. But when he pulled it up, man, that kid was running around well, the boat. And it's important to get these rockfish because when is the closure? The closure is December 31st, and we're not going to be able to touch them till April 1st. And, and that's we're only getting five and a half months for them. Mm -hmm. And then and then it switches over to, uh, I think it's 600 feet and deeper after that. But there's going to be rockfish that are closed at that point. Mm -hmm. They still haven't put all the regulations out, but the couple big changes are the five and a half months. We're only going to be allowed two sheephead, not five anymore. And we're still four reds. Uh, one of the, uh, um, uh, what's the rockfish? Uh, I can't think of the name. Chucklehead. Chucklehead. Yeah. I, I was just, I was Come making, on. Come on. I was making him suffer. I was yeah, making him he, suffer. He, Sergio was giving me those eyes, and he was, I know he's going to say knucklehead, but. Uh, yeah, so no, uh, um, so these regulations are coming out. Now, this is my recommendation, guys. Mm -hmm. It's Christmas time, all yep. right? So when your lady says, what do you want? Yep. Vacuum sealer would be a good one right That's now. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, load up. Uh, load up on these rockfish before mm -hmm. the end of the year. There's going to be some great trips. I think everybody primarily is going to go to that. Great opportunity. Whitefish are very tasty. Yep. Sheephead are tasty. If you prepare them right, hint, hint, I'm not a big fish eater, but I love crustaceans. Mm -hmm. Why I love sheephead? Because if you steam it, it tastes like lobster. Yeah, they That's call right. it the poor man's lobster. That's right. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And then you've got reds. Reds, beautiful white flaky meat. Mm -hmm. Okay, all the rockfish. So it's a great opportunity to load up. Ask her for 
a vacuum sealer for That's Christmas. It. But tell her not to wait until the 24th. You want them now. Okay? <laughs> that way you can load up and put your, your fish in there. there All go. right, Steve. So, yeah, we had a, a blast on the El Dorado. I know uh, the El Dorado now is switched over to uh, St. Nick. Yeah. Okay, now. Yeah. Yeah, and here's the beauty about Nick. Um, and I know you guys haven't gone out this week because of the weather. Weather was brutal. Wednesday, we had gale force winds. Mm-hmm. In Huntington Beach, we had 57 mile an hour winds Eesh. on Wednesday. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I woke up this morning. I go, why are my sinuses bad? I opened the door and it was blowing again in Huntington Beach. So there's some, there's some changes coming. All right. But uh, you've switched over to St. Nick, okay, on the El Dorado. So if you want to load up, Mm-hmm. Shallow water rockfish at its Link best. Cod. Oh, you get ling cod and reds. And you know what? There's a chance of white sea bass and yellowtail as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I know you're going to that. And then BOGO starts, right? Yes, yes. Uh, like you mentioned, and first of all, thanks for the report, guys. Great report. Appreciate that. Um, we, we, are, we are fishing San Nick, like you said. We're going to be doing that until the end of the year. Uh, and... Uh, Shallow water, shallow water rockfish special. You know, weather permitting, of course. If we can't make it to Nick, we'll we'll hit one of the other islands. Um, Bogo does start December first, guys. Buy one get one. Uh, when you're checking in the evening of your trip that you purchased, we, I will hand you a ticket for next year, a pass for next year. Good on any overnight trip. There's a few restrictions, not many, um, but yeah, you got to prepay through the website weekdays only, guys. And the trips are filling up, so uh, I jump on the website and, and book your trip. All right, and uh, let's see if we can put together, like like I was mentioning, Steve, I don't know if you heard. Uh, the Victory was one of um, Cliff's favorite boats, okay, three-quarter. Him and John Santangelo were religious uh, on oh, Thursdays, yeah. okay, uh, along with all the KC anglers. So I'd like to put together a memorial trip, uh, uh, whatever sa- uh, Saturday or whatever Weekend, maybe a Sunday, maybe a Sunday, because Saturday I wouldn't be able to go because of the radio show. But if we can put together a trip or even during the week on Thursday or Friday, maybe a Thursday, since uh, I used to like on Thursdays, put together a memorial trip for him. So it allows all his friends and family to come out on that day and then just go out and catch some fish and remember Cliff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Karen, here's what I'm going to I'm going to give you a job then from here <laughs> until next year. What we need to get is a nice big photo done, something uh, you know that you know something big like a poster that we can put on the boat as we are fishing, so That'd he's cool. with us. Um, what do you think? Yeah, that or maybe like a maybe like a flag, put that, put it on the boat as it's waving out. You know, maybe we can I do can a do flag. That. That'd be pretty cool. Okay, that'd be kind of cool. Do you yeah. think we can you get guys, that? Yeah, go ahead, Steve. You. You, you guys do realize you're going to have to do a few halibut drifts for Cliff, right? On That's the it. There it is. I mentioned that <laughs> earlier. He was all about his halibut. Yep. Yeah, we'll talk to Phil about that. All right, listen, i got less than a minute, Steve. Any other information you want to put out about uh, Long Beach Board Fishing? Yeah, yeah, real quick. I'll, uh, let me mention real quick about that, uh, that, that trip. If, uh, just contact me, you know, uh, call me on my cell phone, and we'll work something out, okay, for, for, uh, for his trip. Um, the victory is fishing uh, deep waters. He's been fishing every day, um, anywhere from 100 to 600 feet, guys. Been really, really, really good fishing. The victory, we do have a weekday special, Monday through Friday. If you prepay through the website, it's only $65, guys. Victory leaves every day at 6 a.m. Uh, the website's longbeachsportfishing.com. Uh, click book online. Any questions, 562-432-8993. All right. Call me about that trip, Serge. I'll do that, Steve. Thank you so much, Iceman. 
All right, thanks, bud. All right, folks, this is Raiders Radio, AM 830 KLAA, Angler Chronicles. In the next hour, we're going to talk to the sheriff himself. And after the sheriff, I'm going to open up the lines, and I want to hear stories about Cliff. All right, guys, we'll be right back. Battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Raiders football is here on AM830 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. This is Raiders Radio AM AM eight thirty KLA. Yeah, and this is this is Cliff's day. This oh, is yeah. it. All right, but you know we can't have a show without the man himself. We can't. This is this the guy that can throw a tatty from the shore of Long Beach all the way to Catalina? Yes, the Jake cat. Slinger himself. Oh yeah, the sheriff, the man, the man, not the myth, the man, the man. Not a myth. But he's a legend. A legend. I like that. <laughs> Without further ado, from deep within Angel Stadium, the guy that points and says, I'm going to put that jig right there. Oh, yeah. Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. <laughs> oh, boy, you guys. Well, good morning, Sergio. Yeah, you know, you've got a full boat in there this morning, and, and that's the way it should be uh, in honor of our friend Cliff Friend. You know, I, I was just thinking, uh, I saw Cliff more often probably as a Taco Tuesday, you know, at Michael's Sports mm-hmm. Pub and Grill. I saw, He was a regular, of course. I saw them, saw him there a lot. I had fished with him on the, on the Ocean Odyssey, and I fished with Cliff uh, out of Freedom Boat Club with you, Sergio, aboard the AC2. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss him. I, I'm going to, you know, I start our show off every... Every Saturday at five o'clock, 
first thing I look for on Friends of Anger, Anger Chronicles is, is Cliff's photo of his coffee pot. And that gives me my coffee mood. And so I, you know, I'm going to miss that. But no, we'll all miss Cliff, of course. I mean, great guys, positive attitude. Someone mentioned that, and nothing could be more true than that. So anyway, it, it's... Um, well, move on here. I just let me get out of the way because I know you, you've got some people wanting to call. But uh, one, one real quick note: not Nachos Barge again, live squid, Ooh. Long Beach Federal Breakwater. Uh, of course, that that means that uh, private boaters can take advantage of that as well as uh, you'll if you're fishing out of Long Beach Sport Fishing or Pier Point, you'll have live squid. There's a bunch of them at Catalina, evidently. And I thought of something else, Sergio. You. You mentioned a nice gift idea, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a good gift idea now, after listening to Andrew there, um, an electric reel. If we're going to fish mm-hmm. 100 fathom and more, think about 100 fathom. You need that that electric reel. No, so no, I, no, no, no. I don't need one. I just borrow yours. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I know you can, Sergio. But... Um, no, you know, and, and one other thing, I'm, I'll kind of segue into our show for tomorrow. You know, this is, of course, next week is Thanksgiving week. We can all be thankful to have known uh, our friend, uh, Cliff Friend. Um, we can all be thankful for that. And uh, getting into the episode for tomorrow, you know, Sergio, you're always doing something for the veterans, always. And uh, we can all we can all be thankful not just on Thanksgiving Day. We we don't need just one day out of the year to be grateful. I've always said that. But every day we can be thankful for veterans and, and first responders. And so that's what I'm going to air tomorrow is Heroes on the Water, San Diego Bay, fishing right down by the Coronado Bay Bridge, kayak fishing. It's a veterans group and first responders group called Heroes on the Water. It's a, it's a great uh, episode of... Uh, takes care of not only first responders but veterans uh, back uh, uh, post 9 9-11 veterans and also veterans from uh, all the way back to Korea and Vietnam Correct. Uh, so it, it's it's a great episode uh, tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock first of all you'll, you'll get one last look at Freedom Boat Club and I just want to remind everyone this is their big sale month you know, it's not Black Friday, it's Black November for this whole sale. I mean, the whole month of November is 50% off. That's saving you thousands. So yes. take advantage of that. And the AC2 is back online, Sergio. I just I just noticed that. So, oh, nice, you know, nice. They, yeah, because I yeah, have a challenge every- here. I have a challenge here. Uh, we're going to go, maybe you should come out on this one. Uh, I'm going to have Tony and Andrew and myself on two-pound test catching mackerel. <laughs> to prove to them <laughs> that funny. mackerel can be a lot of fun on two-pound test. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, mackerel, let, let me tell you what. I started my boys off on mackerel out of Redondo Beach back in the 80s, probably 70s even. They used to have a barge. Steve would know more about that, but... I used to take them out of there, and we'd catch mackerel like crazy. And that really got my kids hooked on fishing because you could really uh, you could catch a bunch of them. But anyway, that starts tomorrow. Uh, Heroes on the Water, 8.30 tomorrow morning, and it, it will air five times 
this this next week, Sergio. And Excellent. That's my report for the, for today. So. Well, thank you, Danny. You have yourself a great Thanksgiving and. Uh, what what oh, what? Well, I gotta let Danny know that Mile Square Park stock trout. Yeah, you know that's his place. Yeah, yeah I, you know I, I, I'm gonna get down there. You know I I don't fish it much, but you know what I like to do? I like to go down there and 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 watch them fish because it, I I really love that. That's Mile Square Park, that lake. That's my walking spot. I mean, it's it's literally go. right across the street yeah. from me, Andrew. So. So, in uh, fact, I'll, uh, I'll Danny it. Jackson, if you're awake at seven o'clock in the morning. Or after the show, mm-hmm. or getting together for breakfast right there at Mile Square Park. There's uh, by the golf course. Okay, there's a place we can have breakfast. Um, so you're more than than welcome to come. It's on Warner and Ward. So the entrance is, I believe, on Warner. Okay, just go in there. All the guys are going to be there, like we usually do for the Breakfast Club on Saturdays after the show. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, I, I don't know, but it's it's the um, golf course clubhouse at the uh, Mile Square Park. You know, I wonder if when Danny's on his walk at Mile Square, if he can cast from there to Catalina. Well, usually he <laughs> just opens the door. <laughs> just opens oh, he the casts door. Right, yeah, yeah, just opens oh, the yeah. door. Sometimes, <laughs> if he wants some a little more distance, he'll get on top of the roof. Oh yeah, yeah, he climbs up the roof. Yeah, and he'll, he'll the problem is only a one story. He's only a one story. <laughs> okay. I have a two story, so I can definitely get to San Clemente, <laughs> but only using his techniques. There All right, is. Danny Jackson, yeah. you have yourself okay. a very very happy Thanksgiving with you and your family big hugs to the kids and especially a big huge kiss to Kathy okay okay thanks so much sir Joe all we'll right. see you guys have a great weekend all right Danny Jackson the producer of Angler Chronicles okay mm-hmm. so then you ready as are you ready, ready as I can Karen? be all right I will tell you this your sister Terry okay is called is listening from Colorado okay so Terry we love you uh, and I'm going to go right right to the... You, can I go straight to him? Can we start? Yes. yes All right. Please. Let me go. Line number three. I got Rick. Good morning, Rick. Well, good morning, you guys. And Karen and David, thank That's you. That's my brother. Um, good morning, Rick. Yeah. Um, so I'm here in Texas. Going to learn a lot more about my brother over the last few years uh, than uh, I've personally been able to view through you guys. I thank you for that. I really do. But yeah, I, I can uh, honestly say this: you are brother by blood, but everybody listening, I guarantee you, are his brothers by by adoption because we loved your brother as a brother. Mm-hmm. All right. Ah, thank you very much. You know, it, it, you know, it, it took a little bit, but you really have to acknowledge that the, that the world, or at least our world, has fundamentally changed with Cliff's passing. Yes. You know, and and. Uh, I know each of us is grieving, and, and even the people in, in the audience, um, and it's just not going to be the same. Actually, it really shouldn't be. You know, Cliff didn't sit down and, and complain about life. He made life as he went along. So, yeah, that's I know. What we need to do. We need, we need to pursue a passion as a living. And I think I think I really thank you for this memorial cruise idea, and. and uh, I'll commit $1,000 for that program right now. Uh, listen, this is the beauty. You just get get your butt out here, okay? Come from Texas. Come and join us. We will make it a very positive. What I want to do is make sure we celebrate 
Cliff in, in everything because if the one thing that he made you do was laugh, he really did. Okay, and and I, I miss that raspy <laughs> voice of his. Uh-huh. Okay, and 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 always telling me, hey Sergio. You need to go get your prostate checked. That was the biggest thing. Because he, he beat prostate. He meant that 100%. Yeah, he, he, he beat prostate cancer. And he kept, it's 15 years. It's 20 years. He kept telling me every time it came along. Yeah. And uh, we lost, uh, you know, it, there's two people that I named my conciliaries. Now, a lot of people don't understand what that means. Well, I'm Sicilian. A lot of people call me the godfather. And I have uh, over 19 godchildren. Okay, mm. but wow. Italian style, not this <laughs> Italian style. Okay, and I named two people my conciliaries. One was John Santangelo, mm-hmm. and the other is Cliff. All right, so, and I know John's John's on on he's waiting, so we'll get to John as well. But uh, very very special people to me, and your brother was. I've known Cliff, geez, from the Ronnie Kovac days, way back when. Okay, and the worst way I, I, you know how I met him? We were at a raffle. Okay, and I go out there and I invest $100 in raffles. I got this in the bag. Nope. Not no, Cliff. No. If Cliff was in the raffle, he was winning the raffles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just showed me this morning a pair of, uh, of sunglasses. sunglasses. Yeah. He goes, remember these? And I go, oh, yeah, they're Maui Jims. He won those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Rick, I, 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 I thank you for that, and I would love to have you and the entire family represented. We'll do something really, really cool. As you can see, we have uh, Steve from Long Beach Sport Fishing. They're going to go ahead and give us the boat. Maybe we can have... Uh, Captain uh, Mike Blue from Arizona, come back out and maybe get on the boat and drive us out. That'd, That'd be, be cool. Awesome. Okay. I think, I think it'd be awesome, and, and maybe we can get some kids in there, and uh, you know, kids and, and introduce them to fishing. Well, uh, you, you and, just uh, hit the you just hit my weak point. That is definitely it. <laughs> yeah. All right, listen, Rick, stay with us, and when we come back, we'll talk to Paul, we'll talk to John, we'll talk to Derek. I can see you guys holding on. Folks, you're on uh, Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. Raiders. He was a huge Raider fan, just like me. Mm. Dodger fan, but a Raider fan. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys, we'll bring it back. Thanks, thanks, bud. So I throw up my hands and praise you again and again. Because all that I have is a Silver and Black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. 
Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. Seems like yesterday we used to rock the show. I laced the track, you locked the flow. So far from hanging on the block for dope. Notorious, they got to know that. Life ain't always what it seemed to be. Words can't express what you mean to me. Even though you're gone, we still a team. Who is this? So who's this? Puff Daddy. That's before he was Pete Diddy. Puff Daddy and and Faith Evans. I was gonna say Jay Z. I was close. <laughs> He's always getting it wrong. All right, all right. So uh, I want uh, Rick. I want you to hold on. Stay with us, the family. Uh, I love having you guys. Yep. So let me go. Can we add? Go ahead and add John Santangelo, and then I'll go to Paul, and then I'll go to Derek. Um, Good morning, John. Good morning, Sergio, and, and guests. Uh, I'm not real good with names, you know that. Mm-hmm. I forget in two seconds. But one name I will never forget is Cliff Brent. We have been friends for such a long time, and whenever we would go fishing together, Cliff and I both would bring our games and we'd be playing solitaire. Everybody knew that that was our table and stay away. (laughs) But he had such a good attitude. Even when he was sick, it was hard to believe that Cliff was sick because his attitude was just so good about it. Just unbelievable. I'm so sorry to hear that, that he passed because he was with us at the Taco Tuesday and he was in charge of the paper, people signing in and everything. And he did, he, he reorganized that so well. And he cared about it so much. Whatever Cliff did, he cared about. Especially his halibut fishing. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> that was his thing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say he something? Had to Just this last hospital stay he had I guess he had gone to one of those events and he had to do that list and he couldn't really see the the words and I had to help him get through it in his hospital bed he had to complete that list but it was the Uh attendance list well you know um, John and I were on the boat on the El Dorado on Tuesday we were coming back in and you and I were discussing exactly Cliff I mean Cliff never really left left our thoughts, our hearts. We always talked about him. And I remember, John, you and I actually discussing that. We were happy that he came back home. And, um, yeah, yeah. well, anyway, he will be missed. Now, that means you've got double the work now because I had two conciliaries. (laughs) Now I've got one. So you've got to pick up, you got to pick up the Mm -hmm. the, uh, uh, cliffs. And, you know, what people don't realize you know, everybody thought it was a joke when he'd say my name was Cliff Friend. But you know what? He was a true friend and tried to help a lot of people. I will say that for him. And the yes. other thing I remember is 
if you were fishing with him and you didn't have something, he gave it to you. Mm-hmm. So, oh, hey, absolutely. Go, go use one of my rods. Go here. I've got some line. You need some weight. You need some hooks. Uh, he he went out of his way to make sure you had a good time. So we will miss him. And I know, John, you were close and you were part of that group that uh, of the victory. So I hope that you will make the victory next year with us. Absolutely. Yeah, I know absolutely. you wouldn't miss it. Okay. So, all yeah. right, John, you made me tear up. All right. Thank you so much. I love you, I'm too. Okay. I'm glad we're going to have something for him, a nice memorial. Yeah. I think he'll be looking down on us and appreciating it. Oh, yeah, I, I, no right. doubt. I mean, no he, doubt. He's going to have his own holiday, November 15th every year. Yeah. Yep, I agree. All yeah. right, John, yeah. thank you, my brother. Thank you for calling in and staying awake. I know he. John usually falls asleep on the show. He, he tells me. <laughs> anyway, thanks for staying awake. I love you. And you know what? Is I tell John I love you like I used to tell Cliff. This is a good time, guys. All mm-hmm. right? You never know. Yep. Okay, there's a song that's called, uh, that's called Until You Can't. Mm-hmm. Okay? Tell them now. Tell them how you feel. And it's okay to, t- to call a brother and tell them you love them. And they don't have to be a brother by birth. Okay? I've always told everybody, if you share the rail with me, we'll be friends for life. And um, tell them you love them. Okay? So thanks, John. Love you, brother. All right. Thank you. All right. Let me go to Paul, line one, and say uh, good morning, Paul. Hey, good morning, everybody. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Uh, lift it up a little okay. bit. Well, yeah, let me uh, celebrate Cliff with a couple of couple of points that everybody knows Cliff's last name, friend, was truly his name and what he represented his whole life. But my, my thing was the Halibut Derby down in Dana. You know, Cliff used to fish the Halibut Derby up in Long Beach, but I joined the group when that one went away. They moved it to... Dana and Cliff was always up in the bow with Bruce and and Lenny and I'd be back in in the turn with Steve and Cher and we'd always have like a little competition going on and Cliff's thing was he always used like a 16 or a 12 ounce sinker when everybody else was using a four and uh, I was laughing at Cliff saying what, what about the light the lighter sinker he goes no I'm gonna hit him on the head knock him out and I don't want to take too much time, but there's one thing that everybody knows is that Cliff, his blood was blue. He was a Dodgers fan through and through, and I used to call him after every fishing trip, and I'd always get a little Dodger joke in here or there, but, you know, they were always winning, and my angels were always losing, so I didn't get much laughs, Um, but I called him uh, a couple weeks ago, and I said, hey, uh, how about that? How about the, the baseball scene? He goes, it ended when the Dodgers lost, and it was complete silence for a second. <laughs> he says, but my Raiders are playing this weekend. And I said, who are they playing? What high school team? And I got actually kind of <laughs> Hey, Paul, I'm going to see you at breakfast. I can kill you then. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I know. You know, remember, no, you I'm know, a Raider fan, is- and you said his blood was blue. No, my friend, it was also black silver blue. and black. The silver and black, it, it ran through his veins when he and I got together. Unfortunately, we couldn't give him a winning season on his departure because we really suck this year. But you know what? Um, you're right. You're right. He, he he was Dodger blue and Raider silver and black. And don't you go insulting 
Okay, the Raiders, because even Leilani, even Leilani, our board operator, is a big Raider fan, <laughs> and she's eyeballing me right now. She says, I can, I can cut him off. I can cut him off at any moment. So, anyway, Paul. Yeah, you can. And, and one of the things I tell everybody, if you're going fishing and there's somebody that you know and you love, like Cliff or John, and they can't go for whatever reason, Give him a call on your way home. I did this after every trip this year. I would call Cliff and, and give him the report, and he would ask who was on the boat. He wanted to know how many fish each guy got. You know, it's, you know, close friends of his, and he'd want to cut a joke or, or a comment, you know, about it to keep everybody laughing. And I, I called to, to help him laugh, and he was making me laugh. So share the love, guys. Cliff, we love you. We'll miss you, and uh, never, I'll never forget you. I appreciate it. That's, that's, you just put everything in a nutshell. I appreciate you, Paul. Love you, brother. And uh, we'll miss him. Okay. All right. Let me, let me keep, because I really want to get these people in. Let me go to Derek, uh, line four. Derek is from Fishbones uh, Grill. Okay. Fishbones was a place that we, we recently discovered, uh, you know, about a year ago now, and um, Derek, the owner, has become a great friend, and he, he, he I mean, Margaret and, and, and Cliff, we, we were, they were regulars there. So without further ado, Mr. Derek, okay, from Fishbone Grill. Good morning. Hey, Serge. How are you? Good morning. All right. Tell, the, tell your story. You, I know you got a great story. Go ahead and tell it. Well, you know, my, my story really is that, you know, I've been touched by, uh, I have I have some really, really good friends of mine that have all been fishermen that, that have passed away from cancer. And, you know, when I met, when I met Cliff and Margaret uh, a few years ago, year and a half ago or so, uh, they would come into the restaurant along with all you guys that support my restaurant. And... It's, it's always been a great time. Um, and we, you know, in meeting Cliff, uh, we started talking, and I told him about my good friend Dick Urango, who owned, who owned Iron Man Lures, UFO Lures, and I told him about all the things we did, and, and he passed about uh, 10 years ago. When he passed, we started to dedicate. We had a trip that we did once a year called the Captain Potato Head Charter on the Searcher, and um, since he's passed, we we uh, we still do that trip in honor of him. We get the money and donate it to pancreatic cancer. But uh, I started to talk to him about it, and I used to tell him this trip that we still continue to do to this day. And he was telling me, "Hey, I I go on that trip. I knew Dick really really well." And I said, "Wow." I said, "I I honestly don't remember." ever meeting you before uh, and he would tell me yeah and he would tell me about almost every trip he would tell me the fish we caught and everything else so I knew <laughs> that he was on that trip but just didn't recognize him but uh, we talked and we've talked and, and what really touches my heart is that um, seeing his strength and, and you know coming to a breakfast whenever he could an Anger Chronicle breakfast on a Saturday morning or coming to the restaurant and eating he just always had this positive attitude that you wouldn't even know that he had cancer. I mean, he he was just such a spirit and 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 just such a loving person. And you know, and his last name is Friend, and he's that's just what he is. He's a he's a true friend. 
Um, so I'm building a new restaurant right now called Simply Fish, and I've been building it for about five months. And I decided, in talking with a couple of the guys, that we have one last finishing touch that we wanted to do to the restaurant up about 20 feet high in the air. I thought that's a perfect place to put some fish mounts in the restaurant. So Don Southerd put out a Facebook post to, to the anglers, and the first person to respond was Cliff. And he said, I got a yellowfin tuna for you. And I said, that's so fantastic. And so about two weeks ago, he came to the restaurant. We made a, an arrangement to meet in the morning, and he came by. That, that night, we were going to do a margarita tasting uh, sampling. So a lot of the guys came down, and, and Cliff said, so Cliff pulls up in the morning with Margaret, opens the window, and I said, hey, Cliff, and he gave me the fish, and, and I looked in his eyes and I said, Cliff, do you want to come inside and come see the finishing touches of the restaurant? And he said, Derek, I can't. And he says, I can't even walk right now. I'm on my way to the hospital to get uh, treatment. And uh, from that day, if you follow his Facebook, um, he never came out from that. And he just was there and, you know, still his positive self and, you know, posting his car chases and everything else he did. But I, uh, I just want everybody to know that that fish, um, I'm putting up on the wall. It's about, it's 20 feet high in the air. And he, uh, I realized when I walked away from that, that day, um, I knew that, that he was in a bad, he was not doing well. And, and uh, and I know that he gave that to me as his gesture to say, you know, I wanted to go to a safe place and a and and a good place to keep. And so I'm honoring that fish. It's going to be up there on the wall, and uh, for to look down upon us and and always look up at him and smile. All right, Derek, I gotta go to break. And um, if you want to stay on, you can stay on. Okay. Okay. But I've got to go to break. This is Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLA. God, this one's emotional. We'll be right back. Now what I'd give for one more day with you. Because there's a wound here in my heart where something's missing. And they tell me that it's going to heal with time. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. 
You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and the music's going to be all over the place because Cliff too was all over the place. He was a lot like me. We just, we just loved our music, and it went from one genre to the other without missing a beat. So, yeah, the rest of the music, actually, a lot of the second hour has been dedicated to him. All right, Derek, stay on, okay? Um, let me get in Lou from Chan- uh, Channel, listen, from Line 2. Uh, let me get Lou, okay? Good morning, Lou. Hey, good morning, Serge. You know, you're talking about Cliff. Uh, him and I met up at one of uh, Ronnie's the little, uh, what we call it, the uh, little... Uh, the school, Rebels. oh, the rap. Yeah. That, that's that's exactly Lou what I was talking about earlier. That's how yeah. we met. And, and, and if he was in raffle, you just wanted to go get your money back on the tickets because you know you weren't going to win. <laughs> Not at all. But we, him and I, were there to preach you when you came on board. Remember that? Yes, I remember that. We predated you. Yes. And, uh, we also stuck with you when you took a little uh, sabbatical. <laughs> I remember that but as anyways, well. You know, we met up at some of the uh, tackle, at, you know, the tackle shows down down south, down to the theater, and uh, you know, gonna miss them. Miss, you know, we didn't hang together very much, but when we did meet, we had a great time for an hour or so, and uh, uh, you know, he'll be missed. And Margaret, uh, I'm sure she's gonna get a lot of family support. So with that. I do. I'll let you guys go. And, but, uh, Lou, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought something up, you know, because um, you and John Santangelo and Cliff and a few others were part of what I call the old guard. Okay? Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and you guys brought me in early on as well. Okay? And we've stuck together. And even amongst us, you know, it, it, and Cliff was the same way. You don't see somebody for six months. But when you did see him, it's like you picked up just where you left out. There was no growing apart. No, no, it was just always good, you know. And those are the true friendships. And that's why I, I'm, I'm pleading with everybody, okay, that we don't need these reminders to tell people we love them. It's so important, okay. So I love you, Lou, okay. You're, love you, too. You're, you're a crusty old man. 
<laughs> but I love you, brother. Okay? And, you know, um, we know we're going to get old, but we didn't know it was going to come this quick. No, we didn't, did we? And I tell you, I still feel like I'm 25 inside, but body says no. Okay. Well, anyway, Lou, Take thank care. you, no, my we'll brother. See, we'll, see, we'll see you at the, at, the, at the dormant place at the end of the month. All right, thank you. and thank you for sharing those kind words, okay? You got it. All right. Well, Derek, we were just, uh, uh, during the break, we were with uh, Karen. We're giving her the, the address to Simply Fish um, is a new story. We, we introduced them as fish bones, but there's two fish bones and one Simply Fish, and that particular yellowfin tuna will be hanging at Simple F- Simply Fish, right, uh, Derek? Yes, it will be, and uh, looking down upon us and, you know, I mean, it's it's been tough for me just to even look up at it because it just it breaks my heart because I'm just so devastated over Cliff dying and passing away, and I feel really really bad for Margaret too. And you know, Margaret is, is such a sweet woman. She she just and she's always been there for Cliff, and yeah. it's just such well, a sad. if we can see a positive side, you know, at the end, Karen, he was suffering. We know he was suffering. Okay. He, he didn't act like it. He didn't act like it, but we, <laughs> we, we know what those treatments can do and yes. how weak he, he was. was weak. And, and you could see he couldn't even get out of the car. Um, so he's in a better place. I, I, I guess that's, that's it, it's not a consolation, but we want to believe that's the case, okay? Uh, because he wasn't right at the end there. And I, I tell tired. you, for me, I remember we were at Taco Tuesday. And he had the little pocket <coughs> flashlight. Mm-hmm. And I'm having my, le- I always have the same thing. I have a, check, a chicken um, teriyaki type salad there at Michael's. And I'm eating the salad. He sits across from me, sticks the flashlight in his hand, in his mouth. And he says, what do you think of this? Okay, and that's where, you know, the, the, the black mask was yeah. there with a the white. And I go, and I mean, I knew. And I, he goes, you think it could be an infection? Yeah, it could be an infection, this but but you knew, you yeah. just just I, you know I knew, and I'm going okay, but um, and that was what two two years ago, Three? in April it'll be two years since in his April. diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. so um, it's been tough, but you saw that. I mean, he came, he started the treatments, and then he'd come back up. We'd go fishing. He'd come Taco Tuesday, but he was a trooper. So. Um, yeah, it was a tough one. A tough one. Derek, I love you, brother. I'll see you at breakfast. Okay, yes, absolutely. Okay. It'll be a, we'll have some nice talk about Cliff today. Absolutely. But you know what? We're going to cheer him on. I'm tired of crying. All right, so we got to make it happy because that's why he was. He was happy. He wasn't a crier. Okay, so yes. we love you. I love you, Derek. I'll see you at breakfast. Love you, too. See you All in a while. All right. Let me go to Michael on line one. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How are you guys doing there? Ah, don't ask me that. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that's, a, that's a tough story falling behind my buddy Derek there. I heard the, his story. I'm like, gee, I'm not even sure if I can you know, call in and top that. But uh, I can see um, it was probably my good friend Tom Yanulatis who pulled me into the Angler Chronicles family. Mm-hmm. And we started going to Taco Tuesday, and I remember my very first trip that I ever went with the uh, Sergio. Um, I go to the back of the rail, and there's Cliff right there at the back of the rail. 
and I didn't really know anybody. And he's like one of the first people who ever talked to me. And he, he were talking about reels, and he, I'm looking at his his nice trolling rig he had down there, and he's like, "Yeah, I won that in a raffle." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are, "Are you kidding me?" He goes, "Yo, I won this, and I won that, and I won this." He goes, "Every every time I get in a raffle, I win these, these nice reels." And I was like, and then we start going more and more Taco Tuesday, and this guy had the Midas touch. Every time that we would go to these raffles, there's Cliff winning something. <laughs> we took a trip down to San Diego, day at the docks, and I heard that you can get up early, and there's like a uh, something going on there. It's a raffle first thing in the morning, and we missed it. Couldn't uh, me and my wife would just even get up on time. We missed that raffle. But I saw Cliff there. He goes, yeah, I won that raffle. <laughs> right there at the, there at the dock. This guy, luckiest guy I've ever seen. Uh, first guy I talked to on one of the ever, one of the trips. Been talking to him every single Taco Tuesday at breakfast. Guy had a heart of gold. No doubt. No he will doubt. be missed. He will be missed uh, dearly. And, um, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. So, um, yeah, but you know that he did go through a dry spell. I remember for about a year where he wasn't winning the that upset him. <laughs> that really did. And I said, dude, I go, you got to yeah, take. Yeah, that's when I finally started winning something. Yeah, I go, <laughs> you got to take stock on how much you took from all of us. <laughs> you know, it's a, it has to be some equalizing. No, but he had everything you could imagine he won. My first, when my first, uh, I remember we were, it was at Irvine Lake, mm -hmm. right next door. There's a park there, and they did, there was some event, some charity mm -hmm. I go to. Might have been in, an early Friends of Rollo thing. And I had tickets, and I was sure I was going to win those two reels. I, I just wanted one of the two reels. He won both reels. <laughs> and I go, dude, give one up. Nope, nope, these are mine. Yeah, I remember that like it was yesterday. But, yeah, he was very, very lucky, Michael. Very, very lucky. Okay, and um, great person all the way around. So are we Are we going to see you at breakfast this morning? Well, I'll be there. Excellent. So I'm going to think make the invitation to whoever's listening. Um, I mean, it's a golf course, so worst comes to worst, we can just... You know, we've got 18 holes we can fill. <laughs> or, okay? fi or fish in the pond. Or fish in the pond. Not legal. Okay. <laughs> but if you'd like to attend, it's uh, Mile Square Park and is it Fountain Valley at that point? Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, it's off of Warner and Ward. The entrance is on Warner. And it's the clubhouse. Um, at the park, there's a, um, a golf course. So come out and join us. And. Restaurant. Yeah, we have breakfast there. I have great eggs Benedict, by the way. Okay, Michael, thank you so much, so much, my friend. Thank you, guys. All right. Um, what I'd like to do, Karen, if if, if you can, okay. Um, why don't we give the information out for when his service will be? Okay, so everybody, I'll, I'll repeat it in the next segment as well. If you don't get a chance to write it down, but let's go ahead and share where. What's that? Yeah, the viewing wherever wherever people can go and see if you guys, you know, it's not just the family, wherever the yeah, tell everybody everything and, and let them choose what they're going to go to. Okay, 
So the the services will be held at All Souls Mortuary in Long Beach, and that's at 4400 Cherry Avenue in Long Beach. Um, the viewing's going to be Friday, December 16th from 4.30 to 8 p.m. Um, the service will be held on Saturday, December 17th um, at 11 o'clock. Uh, the procession will be, f- or will, f- will follow the burial. Sorry, guys. Oh. <laughs> um, we'll be also on site at the cemetery. And then following that, there's going to be a celebration of life um, on site as well. And then the day will end at, at 3 o'clock. It's also going to be, we're going to try to stream it. We're going to try to get that uh, worked out. And then I'll put that link also on your pages. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope to see you there. All right, so there's the invitation to, to everybody in the fishing community. Please come out. Please come out and celebrate, Cliff. And that's what we want to do. We want to celebrate. We have a lot of things that we're going to do from the fishing family for him on that day. All right, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll uh, tie up the show. Cliff, we love you. We miss you. We'll be right back. Anyway, you have my baby. Were my train, would you still find me carrying pops I made fall behind me? Angels Radio, AMA 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Angels Radio, AM 830. You need cooling, baby, I'm not fooling. I'm gonna sit yeah, back to school. Welcome back, everybody. The reason I picked this song, and we're going to close up the show with this, it's a whole lot of love, and that's what we had for Cliff. Okay, so... Uh, thank you, everybody. You're on Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, Angler Chronicles. What I'm going to do is I'm going to keep Rick and and uh, you, Karen, and we got uh, David in, in studio. Um, I want to close it up with the family. Uh, we want you to know how special Cliff was to all of us. All it, right? It's evident on the pages that we're, we're reading. Just heartwarming. Yeah, and I want to say thank you to everybody who's uh, either called in uh, post it up uh, on social media. We appreciate it. We love you, and we love the fact that you're, you're remembering him in a very positive light. 
Tony, you posted a, 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 some pictures here of him in a float tube. Give me the background story on that one. Yeah, so real quick, we took uh, Cliff. He, he wanted to go float tubing for the first time. We took him up to Convict Lake, Ron and I. He was actually driving, and uh, that's another story, of course. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we, we put him on a float tube for the first time, and he caught his first brown trout in Convict Lake, in the center of Convict Lake. And I'm telling you, I've never seen him smile like he was so excited. Two-pound test, and uh, what a day. And, in fact, those pictures that I shared with you on last Sunday, I think it was, um, I sent that to him. I was thinking about him. I said, hey, I was looking over some pictures, and I, uh, I sent that over to you. And he responded back. He says, you know, thanks so much. It was really neat. And um, that, was the, that was the last day I was able to talk to him. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. You mentioned that, on a lighter note, you mentioned something about driving. <laughs> okay, now, if you ever <laughs> drove with, with Cliff... Um, you left marks on his dash <laughs> from your fingernails because mm. he drove just like I do. Well, Tony, you can't say anything. You drive the same way. Tony, myself, and Cliff, uh, we have a we have a problem. We have a lot of lead on our Cliff on our was feet. driving the big truck. He was driving the big and he, he well, got the truck. He had uh, the Escalade, right? Yeah, the Escalade. Uh-huh. Yeah. You yeah. should see him in his RV. <laughs> oh, <laughs> faster than the RV. With, <laughs> with the, the big turns he takes and he, Margaret hanging on for dear life. <laughs> yeah, he was he, he he wanted to get there quick and um it's just wonderful, wonderful. Now, um uh, somebody actually actually Paul just sent me this, folks. Um uh, Mile Square Golf courses where lunch will be. It's at 10401 Warner Avenue in Fount Valley, California. Okay, and the restaurant is in the clubhouse. And he's going to, Paul's going to try to save some tables. So thank you, Paul, for that information. If anybody would like to join us, um, Don Souther came up with this. We call it the Breakfast Club. Okay, and uh, after the show, we all get together at different locations. Uh, this time it's going to be a Mile Square Park. Um, and everybody's welcome to join us and come break bread with us, okay? So let me go back to Andrew here. And, Andrew, how about one of your stories with Cliff? Um, I mean, definitely at the Casey Angler meeting, Cliff was always there at the table signing people in uh, and winning. He, um, I mean, multiple times I'm sitting there pulling tickets and, I would call a number, and Cliff would put his hand up. He would get up, come get his prize, go sit down. Sometimes he wouldn't even make it back, you know, to his seat there. He would win again and win again. And I would say for the most part, Cliff was the reason why a lot of people kept telling me to turn the handle, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he was he was definitely a, a very cool guy. I mean, I fished with him a couple times on the boats, and, and you're right. Every time it was like his tackle box was open if he needed something. Um, but one thing I would say that even now, uh, and chances are that whatever was in there, he won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I think even one time, you know, somebody opened his box and raffle tickets probably fell out. Um, but definitely, I mean, with Cliff, you know, one thing that I will always remember, and it, it sucks now that I actually have to look it up, is the car chases. Every time I knew there was there was a car chase, he would post it, and people would tag him in it, you know. And he was man, he loved those car chases. That was that was and his some, thing. Some boring ones and some good ones. Oh, when it was a good one, he would post three to four times. Yeah, yeah, it, especially the one you know 
couple and, weeks and ago. He, and, and sometimes a channel would drop it, and another channel would pick it up. Uh-huh. He he would find out. Okay, oh, yeah. now go to this channel. Yeah, right. he would, yeah. He would switch from Fox to CBS to to even channel YouTube. Five probably, and nine. yeah. Five and nine were his favorite. Yep. Here in the yeah, he he always knew, and you know those things were happening. And but like I said, that's kind of the, in common with what everyone else is saying. Is is his last name said it all? He was everybody's friend. Mm-hmm. He so would tell you that I'm Clef. I'm your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm your friend. Yep. Unless you won the prize that he won, that he wanted. Then and then it wasn't pretty. Yeah. Then then he became a Raiders fan, and you know. Dad. I thought I thought that that was a nickname when I first met him was mm-hmm. friend, and I I had to ask him, is that really your last? Yeah, name? we all he did. Says, no. We all did that. Yeah, because everybody called him friend. No, this is my friend, Cliff Friend. Yeah. What a what a cool guy. And I'll tell you, um, yeah. from the Anger Chronicles uh, side. There wasn't a more loyal, more, him and him and John Santangelo, mm-hmm. more loyal follower, friend, brother. That was the whole thing. Because I, I remember, I knew Cliff before there was an Angler Chronicles. Okay, mm-hmm. and going through the motion, I remember talking to Cliff. You know, what do you think? Should I do? And he goes, Yeah, you should do this. And I go, It's going to be a lot of work. I'm retired. And he goes, You got to do it. You gotta do it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta right? That voice. His recipe mm-hmm. voice. And, and um, you know, many times, and this is why Consigliere, okay, for for those that don't know, like that comes from the Godfather movie, mm-hmm. okay? I know you've never heard of that movie. <laughs> you have no idea who Marlon Brando or uh, Puzo is, right? Uh, tell me. No, you have no nah, idea, Andrew. Uh, nope, not me. Okay, so what happened is the Godfather was always in the head, right? But he always had a. A counselor, mm-hmm. okay, and it's called consigliere, and that's how you say it in, in Italian. And so I had two, like I said, I have I had two. It was John and Cliff, and Cliff. The reason is because with these two guys, I have sat hours and hours on end on trips and many places, just talking, mm-hmm. just talking and talking and talking. Getting to know, I mean, I, I I know his background story, but we always talk current things, okay, and um, a lot obviously about fishing, but we talk a lot about life as well. And you could, if you could, you could break that that shell, mm-hmm. okay. Um, there is a lot of life life talk, life lessons he could share with you, some of his experiences. So uh, he was one of the ones who pushed me, said, yep, you got to do Angler Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he was a huge supporter of that. Don't forget another thing everybody's going to miss is the birthday wishes from Henry, Henry DiCarlo on oh Channel my God. 5 News. So right, so, but, but you had to get up early, <laughs> yeah. and what he would do, okay, since he goes, not everybody would get up, he would sit there, he would record film him. it, record it, and then put them up so that you could see it. Yes. Uh-huh. Every March 13th, you know, DiCarlo would say, happy birthday, Sergio. And I'd go, ah, Cliff. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That, that's, that's another one. That's yeah. right. Did you ever do that for you, Andrew? No. no. I, was, why? I, was, I, was I was six feet under. You were six feet under. Okay, so, um, all right. So, uh, Rick, you know, yeah. uh, what number are you in the, in the brother's sister? Uh, I'm number two. Well, no, now I'm number one. Now you're number one. Uh, yeah, number now two. you're the patriarch of yeah. the family, Ricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a he's a tough act to follow. And you know, I think about growing up. You know, my my dad was a tough, he was a tough guy, and uh, you know, it, it, but he was he was tough in the right ways. And and I think that that's kind of rubbed off on Cliff. And you know, it was like he's a fixer. You fix it. You don't throw it away. You don't get rid of it. You don't 
You don't just walk away from something. If there's a problem, you fix it. And that's what Cliff did. You know, you had an issue that you needed help with, he was right there. Whether it was gardening or or fishing or fixing your car or brakes or or reworking uh, 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 an old tool. He he just did it. (laughs) It was just amazing. And and to hear you guys talk about the the raffles, um, you know, I'm on the other side. I'm a golfer, and and, and I go to all my golfing events, and I'm I'm like, it sounds like you guys. I buy hundreds of dollars worth of raffle tickets, and I get a club head cover or something. (laughs) (laughs) And I walk into Cliff's (coughs) place, and, and and he shows me this room, and I go, Wow, where'd you get all this? Oh, here's the <laughs> raffle stuff I win. I'm like, Jesus Christ, come on. <laughs> how can you get this? How, how do you get so lucky? Ah, I don't know. I just buy the tickets. Well, I tell you, it got to a point that if uh, if there was a raffle, I would actually wait and see if Cliff showed up. <laughs> <laughs> if Cliff showed up, nah, I'm not yeah. buying any tickets. Why? You know, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the way he was very, very lucky in that sense. And, um,. Well, I got about. He was lucky with the people that he met too. I mean, that, 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 that he met had a really good impact on him. That's a perfect way of bringing it back. Okay, we've got about a minute, about two minutes. We're being one that before the show is over. And um, any f- last words or anything you want to say, Karen? To, to just, the- I, I'm so appreciative going through this whole ordeal with him and losing him, and going to the Facebook page and seeing all these wonderful words that everybody has to say about him and I know myself what a wonderful man he was but to know that the community feels the same way that we do about our brother um, he is going to be truly tremendously missed and I'm sure he'll be in everybody's hearts moving forward and I really appreciate too every November 15th having some type of a memorial thing for him and just don't ever yeah, forget and I'll, the and man I'll, and I'll he put was. Out, I'll put out more facts, and I think we got about a minute left. I'm going to try to read this. Um, we got one minute. Um, Casting Crows is a band, and they have a song, and it goes something like this. But I know you're in a place. Oh, I'm not going to be able to do it. You know what? You're going to do it, Andrew. <laughs> okay, right there. Okay, read that for me where it says Casting Crows. Casting crows, but I know you're in a place where all the wounds have been erased, and knowing yours are healed is healing mine. The only scars in heaven, they won't belong to me. And you, there'll be no such thing as broken, and all old will be made new. And the thought that makes me smile now, even as the tears fall down, is that the only scars in heaven are on the hands that hold you now. Those are heavy words from great song from Casting Crows, and that's how I feel. And I apologize to everybody for breaking down, but I tried for two hours. Okay, so um, Tony, he's he's breaking down. Andrew, yep. you're the only dry eyes in the house, so <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, I'm a- just I'm just waiting for November fifteenth when we start looking for halibut on yeah. Cliff's behalf. Okay, so November fifteenth will definitely live. Mm-hmm in our hearts and so will Cliff alright guys have a great day remember Cliff and we'll talk to you next week thank you everybody well folks that's the show for this week it's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country we'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles